Welcome to Jersey Guys Sports, your sports talk home for the Yanks, the Giants, the Rangers, and the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. And I'm your host, Don. I want to thank you for listening. And today I'm going to be talking about Rutgers falling to number two Michigan on the road, 31-7. to Let's go ahead and get started. So this is a quick kind of hot take podcast. I'm recording this right immediately after the end of the Rutgers-Michigan game. Uh, Rutgers obviously was always facing a monumental challenge on Saturday going into Michigan, playing in front of 100,000 plus people, playing the number two team on the country in the road. So this was never going to be easy or never was it really realistic that Rutgers would come out of here with a victory, even though Rutgers, you know, continues to and had played Michigan very well over the last couple of years, especially under Shiano's um, reign. Rutgers started the game strong. Again, look competitive all game, you know, for the most part. And Rutgers was in the game late in the third quarter before Michigan ended up pulling away. And Michigan won 31-7. to Now, Rutgers started the game strong for the fourth game in a row. Again, we seem to come out of the box hot every time. This time, Wimsack connected with Christian Dremel again for a 69-yard touchdown and put Rutgers up 7-0. It was kind of electrifying. Again, it was very exciting. Rutgers defense had a good first um, defensive stand. We got the ball back. Um, first run off the scrimmage was a 27-yarder by Kyle Manungai, but that was called back for holding. And by the way, at the end of the game, Manungai ended up with 27 yards. So the one run that got called back on the very first attempt of the game by him was total that he managed for the entire game. So that tells you what penalties will do. Not that that was a good penalty call. I watched the replay and that holding call on our left tackle was just utter horseshit. But bottom line is after that holding call, nothing again went the same. We we went in there knowing we had to play a perfect game, knowing we had to cut down on penalties, and we did not do it. Still, in the first half, the defense played pretty well, even though they had a couple big plays against us. A couple, it was a flea flicker and another play where they gained quite a bit of yards. But overall, Michigan was not driving the ball on us at all in the first half. Obviously, Michigan is a much better team, and we had trouble moving the ball on them because Rutgers defense, I'm sorry, Michigan's defense is probably the best in the country at this point. Um, but, you know, with our strong start and with the, our competitive defense, it was 14-7 to Michigan at the half. And we were playing them again very competitively. Um, the third quarter started, and it was exactly like Every single Rutgers third quarter this year and ended up terribly. Every fucking third quarter, we look like a train wreck. I don't know what we're doing at halftime. Who's talking to who? Four games, four third quarters, four fucking disasters for Rutgers. What is happening at halftime? Every third quarter, we look like dog shit. And here again, again, we... Michigan got the ball. They drove all the way down. We did stop them for getting a touchdown. It was a nice sack um, that stopped, you know, uh, Michigan from getting in the end zone. But Michigan ended up kicking a field goal. And then that made it 17-7. to No big deal. That's We're still in the game. We actually, believe it or not, put together a little drive in the third quarter. For the first time this year, we actually moved the ball a little bit. Um, Kind of a long drive, actually. And where we got down to the Michigan, I'd say, 27-28 yard line, right? And it was fourth and two. And then came the decisive play of the game and the most ridiculous decision call that Shiano could make. Rutgers is down 17-7. to 
We're on the Michigan 28, and it's fourth and two. We have not been able to run the ball or move the ball much all game against this number one defense in the country. Kick a field goal there. It's 17 to 10 with a couple minutes left in the third quarter. So you're likely talking about a 17-10 game in the fourth quarter at Michigan if you just kick that field goal. Instead, for some unbelievably insane reason, Greg Shano decides to go for it on fourth down. And of course, it turns into fucking disaster. Wim sat through a short screenplay type play that bounced around, ended up in a Michigan defender's hand who took it back 70 yards to the house. And that was the game right there. That one fucking play that put Michigan up 24 to seven. And that was far and away all she wrote. Shano kicks the field goal there. It's 17 to 10, almost certainly heading into the fourth quarter. And we have had good fourth quarters every game so far, 17 to 10. How in the world he doesn't make that decision? How in the world he decides to not only go for it, but try some stupid short pass behind the line of scrimmage, even if had he caught it, he would have been stopped short of the first down here. But of course, you know, given that they were right up on the line, as you tend to do when it's fourth and two, you know, they were all over it and we had absolutely no chance, got a bad bounce and the ball went the other way. It was a completely disastrous call by Greg Shano that doomed Rutgers. Rutgers, again, was probably not going to win this game at all. But any and all chance that we had went out the window by that disastrous call by Shiano. The difference between a 17 to 10 game and us losing, us being seven, down 24 to 7 is just an entirety, the entirety of the world. 24 to 7 compared to 17 10 for this Rutgers team that has trouble moving the ball is everything. And Shiano just threw it out the window. I am losing confidence in his ability to make game day decisions. Um, this, this is really rough. Again, had it been another team that we could have beaten, I would be even more upset at this point. I kind of know in my mind, we were not going to beat Michigan on this day, but again, you have to think back all three games this year, we were very strong in the fourth quarter this year, right? And so if we're down one touchdown heading into the fourth quarter, you know, a, there's a slight chance, you know, we could come back and win, but B it's great for the team and it's competitive, you know, and people are turning on, you know, BTN. Hey, look, it's a seven point game. Rutgers is really challenging Michigan in Michigan. You know, it makes it a competitive game. You come out of the game feeling better at yourself. Now what do you got? A 31 seven fucking drubbing. It ends up being right after all said and done. It, it wasn't that bad a game, but in the end, that's what people are going to see. And in the end, it looks like Rutgers just suck balls again. Right. And it's all because of Greg Shannon's fucking ridiculous decision that doomed us in the third quarter. This is one of the worst decisions I can ever remember him making. And again, I'm not saying we would have won. And it's very likely we would not have won under any circumstance today. But just between the optics and, and just the way you play the game, you kick that fucking field goal. You kick the field goal. A hundred times out of a hundred, you kick that fucking field goal. You make it 17-10. And you go into the fourth quarter down seven on the road against Michigan. That's pretty good. If someone told me you could sign up for being down seven in the fourth quarter at Michigan before this game started, would you sign sign on the dotted line there? I certainly would. And we had an easy, clear path to that. Shano opted against it, and he fucking lost the game. Any chance of winning the game went right out the window after that. 
We also had way too many penalties. It continues to plague us in the worst times. It looked like we had cleaned up a lot of that in the first three games this year. We had our penalties against have been way down. But sure enough, you know, all kinds of false star penalties. And you, you read coming up to this game, by the way, if um, you read a lot of stuff in the papers, you know, on NJ.com or <coughs> all the other record sites, you hear about, oh, how they're, you know, preparing for the big house. And, you know, they know it's loud, all this big thing. Oh, what are you doing? Well, we're changing the speaker directions when the offense is on. We shout it this way, this. We're practicing, no huddle, counts. We're practicing all this silent shit. And sure enough, they go into Michigan. It looks like they didn't do any of that. Four, four fucking false starts. Not to mention we had to blow a couple timeouts because we couldn't get to the line on time. So whatever they're practicing, they got to just throw it out the window and practice something else because any kind of fucking preparation they're doing to not make these stupid mistakes on the road did not work at all because a lot penalties hurt us on a few few big occasions. And, you know, certainly that the one holding penalty that I thought was the most crucial when we were already up seven, nothing and had a lot of momentum and it had almost a 30 yard run call back. It didn't even look like a penalty. They showed the replay. And I got to say that was, it seemed like bullshit to me. But bottom line is we committed several penalties in several key situations. And I don't know what it is we're doing. These false starts are just ridiculous. I understand the noise, but maybe you have one. But after you, you know, talking about how you're doing all this preparation for it and you end up getting four false starts, it seems like a bit much. I mean, Rutgers, again, I'll, I'll end it where I started because this is, again, a stream of consciousness sort of hot take call. Um, Rutgers was always facing a monumental challenge this Saturday, right, going into Michigan. There isn't anyone in the world who thought we were going to beat Michigan, you know, Jersey guy (laughs) himself here. I didn't think so either. Come on. It's Michigan. It's number two. But we have always played them tough. I would say we played them tough again here. Again, the final score is not going to look like that because of fucking Shiana, right? But we did. We played them pretty damn tough, right? We were a thorn in their side again the entire first half, even some of the third quarter, until that decision. It was everything. And it was just a disastrous decision that doomed Rutgers and doomed any chance that we had of coming back. It's unfortunate. The defense, I think, played valiantly. Um, Certainly, Michigan is better in in all phases of the game than we are. Both of their lines are better than both of our lines. They even wore our defensive line down by the end of the game. You know, their running back ended up, I don't know if he got 100 or he was close to it. Um, But we had kept him in check. When the game was close... He could not run the ball, and and for the most part, Michigan could not run the ball very well at all. They got some really big first downs on fake runs where the quarterback got out of the pocket and, you know, ran it around the end. A couple big fourth downs that way, but, you know, the quarterback running the ball around the end is not what I would consider the running end. That's just a good fake play that we got beat on. When they just tried regular running plays for most of the game, the the Rutgers defense in the front, front seven was up to the test, and I'm impressed by that. I really am. Um, our pass defense, you know, wasn't too bad. We didn't generate that much of a pass rush, although we did get a sack or two. Um, this certainly wasn't a problem with the defense. Um, seven of the points were not given up by the defense. Let's face it, we only gave up 24 points. The other one was on a, what was going to be called a pick six here. Um, so giving up 24 points to Michigan on the road is really not that bad at all, right? Um, but, you know, you hope for a little better. Um, 
We're not quite there yet, certainly. Our offense has a really long way to go. Our defense, we certainly 100% have a Big Ten defense. I can confidently say that now after this game. As silly as that sounds with a 31-7 score, I can confidently say we have a a middle-of-the-road to good Big Ten defense. Um, We do not have a Big Ten offense, and that's a big problem. We have to continue to try to, you know, put together whatever we can and see how we can go forward from here. We have a pretty easy team next week in Wagner. So Rutgers should win that game to move to four and one. Uh, and then we'll have to take it from there. Um, and that's really it. It's really a shame that Shannon made this decision that he did to not kick that field goal. Um, it would have been a much happier podcast for me. I mean, have we lost 17, 10, 24, 10, 20 to 10, which is probably what the outcome would have been had he kicked that, uh, you know, or possibly could have, you know, we could have had some miracle. Who knows? Maybe we take them to overtime again or something. And no one knows. You make it 17-10 in the fourth, entering the fourth quarter with how we played. I would have had a, a much different sounding podcast. I would have been super pleased with no matter what the outcome was. But the bottom line is Shiano made the game uncompetitive. And it's really a blight because Rutgers played much better than it's going to read or look to everyone in the country and in the Big Ten because we played them okay. And then Shanna let it all get away. That's all I have. I want to thank you for listening to Jersey Guy Sports. Seriously, thanks, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends about it. And I'll be back soon with some more sports talk. Thanks. Have a good day.